because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Cinemania Live. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Hannah. Hannah, hello. Hey. How are you? How you been? How's everything? That's a lot of questions. Going <laughs> I'm good. Uh, nice to hear from you. As always, it is Thursday, January 14th. We're already at the halfway of like January. What's going on here? That's so weird. January's going by so fast. Yeah, it's really, really strange. How you been? What you been doing? What you been watching? Um, I watched Tenet this morning. <laughs> Yeah, you just like just, whatever I you reason. Watch a movie again. I hate when you watch a movie again because then I'm gonna see like 38 tweets about the movie. It's and, true. It's, it's true. not even tweets like, "Oh my god, this scene is so." It'd be like, "Oh my god, why is he sexy?" Or like, "Why?" <laughs> hey, I didn't do that with Tenet. I didn't do that with Tenet. Oh, I, it was Black Panther. Right after you post that god awful <laughs> MCU rank. Oh my god, I just look at that ranking and I said, "What?" Girl, bye. With Hannah. Is she okay? What's going it's on? It's correct. Here, it's the only correct ranking. It's the only correct ranking? Yes. The only. Absolutely. Hannah, Hannah, Hannah Ringswald. Hannah Ringswald. I don't even know your middle name. I'm just going to make a middle name. Hannah, Hannah Marie <laughs> Ringswald. I just made Not a Marie. middle name for you. What is, what is it? Is it like. Louise. Lu- is it? Yeah. Louise. Hannah yeah. Louise Ringswald. You with your with your whole chest, with your whole stomach, with your whole mind, believe that Far From Home is the best MCU film. Yes, it's, it's it. <sighs> you act like this is like a surprise. I just, I just thought I've been that. saying this since the first night I saw Far From Home. But I thought you was just doing your shenanigans that you usually do. You just like. You know, Why would I be having a shenanigan for a year? You're, like, just <laughs> you're just excited about something and you just it's your best thing ever. But I can't I imagine that you do, I can't imagine you looking at these movies and like that's it. That's the one. I'm baffled. No. Befuddled. Be Far from home is like literally in like my top twenty five movies of all time. Oh man. Anyway, everybody. Genuinely. Thank you guys for coming on today <laughs> listening. I appreciate it. My name is Dwayne. This is the shortest live show that we've ever done. I can't do it. I can't be doing this no more. I'm going to need a new co-host. <laughs> I tell you every time that Far From Home like came to me at a time when I was just super depressed and shit like that. And it was like my escape for like the longest time. Like that was in theaters. So that's I why like you. I love it so much. And then every time I like say like, oh my god, I love Far From Home so much. It's like my favorite like MC movie. And it's in my top 25 movies of all time. You act so surprised. <laughs> because it's baffling. Listen, listen, listen. I, I can get the sentiment the sen- the sentimental 
value of uh, an item or like a you know piece of media because that's how i feel about 21 pilots came in at a time i was very very low and shit was really bad and i went to that concert and it was one of the best days of my life and all that stuff but listen i'm not gonna be here go on here and be like yo listen 21 pilots is the best the best group of all time it's baffling because if i say that that's just like doing what out of all the groups out of all the things out of all the artists out of all the you know, in my opinion, pilot. Far From Home is what? the best MCU movie. It's the movie that's moved me the most. It's the movie that I've watched the most. Sorry about it. I'll leave it at that. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. Can't do this today. No reality. I'm just messing around. All right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> we got some things to talk about today. Uh, not really, I guess, but kind of. Uh, but you know, we'll start off with Hannah. Listen, Hannah, you did a tweet yesterday, and it's been lit. Oh, it's litty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not as it's not as it's not as like groundbreaking as my animated tweet. Of all, time. <laughs> best tweet of all time about an animated movie, you know. But it's a it's a close. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, if if you go on Hannah's Twitter and you look at her, uh, if you get you scroll past the bullshit and then get to a tweet <laughs> where you talk about, I think his name is Robert Storms. Yeah, and then it's somebody the dude else that freaked out. I don't care whoever the other geek is. I don't fucking know. It's the dude that freaked out about Parasite and had like a freaking like hernia about Parasite winning Best Picture because it's not American. Um, and then him and also because Joker. it's not Joker. Yeah, I feel like that's why you hate Joker so much. You know what I'm saying? I I always the, the, say the, that a large majority of the reason yeah. why I don't like Joker is because of the fan base. Yeah, I think it's because of the dude. I think that's how I am with, with Schneider. He could drop something that's great to me, like a horror movie. And I'll just be like, like, say he drops like one of the best horror movies of all time tomorrow, right? Man, I feel like part of me is still going to be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm going to have to hear about how great this movie is and it's going to ruin my excitement. Because listen, I think about your your letterbox, your first letterbox review of Joker a lot when you talk about it because it wasn't how you look at it now your letterbox review was like i mean it was fine yeah it wasn't terrible you know walking phoenix is great it was all stuff like that right Mm -hmm. but then if you like now (laughs) it's like and i think that's because of the guys who just completely derailed it it's like when you watch the movie the first time how I think of it now never even fucking passed my mind. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, it's like, it's just whatever. It's a fine movie. I'm not going to think about it, like, two months from now. Whatever. But then, now that I've seen, like, how many guys have actually watched the movie and been like, oh, my God, jo- Joker's the hero of the movie. Joker, it's like, it's so okay what he did. It's so reasonable. I get it. Did that shit like that. And I'm like, oh, my God, you guys are fucking insane. Like, yeah. they're like, it was so okay what Joker did in the movie. I love Joker. He's my hero. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Who watches that movie, walks out, and goes, this is the guy I idolize? Like, what? Even even in the Parasite video that that guy did, he was just like, oh, 
uh, you could have picked a movie like Joker, a movie that explores blah, mental blah. health. I was like, and I was I was like, like, dude, it doesn't. And they're like, they're like, it's about society, and I'm like, dude. listen, I, listen. He brought it up. He goes, it's about classism. Da, da, da. What's yeah. parasite about? And I'm like, literally about classism. Literally I the think- exact thing that you're talking about Joker, like so highly of Joker is. You know what's weird about that uh, with when it comes to me and my and my enjoyment of the movie. I don't enjoy it of the of the even if it if it's doing all that exploring bullshit that everyone said it's doing. I don't enjoy it for any of that. I don't enjoy it for the it talking about mental. I don't enjoy it for any of that. I hate the reason why I enjoy it because I feel like I'm the only one who looks at it as a pure origin for the character of Joker. And I think what once it gets to what it does in the end and his his evolution. I eat that shit up because I love the character so much. And I think a lot of people who like it, like it for it doing whatever it is that they think it's doing. I'm just not one of them. Even if you go back to our review, I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm the the exploration of uh, this and that. And, and they just touch on all these. I don't, I don't, I, I don't think about that at all. I just like that. It feels like, an actual origin to the character that I've loved for so many years. That's why I like it because especially when you get to the last shot, I don't like the the last hospital thing that they do. I think that, I think they should have ended it with him being on the car. That should have been that should have been the the you know cut to credits. But um they didn't. And I just like all that stuff like, you know, the evolution of the character as the Joker. So when he's like snipe when he's like stabbing somebody in the neck and laughing about it afterwards, making fun of the midget dude and then going to kill uh Marty. Uh, oh no no Murray and stuff like that. I eat that shit up. But there is pe- there are people who are like, oh my God, uh, the evolution of a uh, mental I just that's, that shit is not this is dumb. You know what I'm saying? So at least and it's the <laughs> fact that they like use that point to be like, oh my god, this is why the movie's a masterpiece. And I'm like, it doesn't even like dip its toes in it, what it's saying. No, what it doesn't you, at all, yeah. you try to um, claim that it says. It's like when you look at, you know, when people do bring up Joker and Parasite comparisons, I'm like, you know, it's so like night and day of like how you explore a topic like this and like actually make sure it's like full, fully fleshed out. You know what I mean? And Paris yeah, yeah. has, like, other things that it does in the film. It's not just, you know, a film about classism. There's other um, there's ever, there's other themes in the movie. And Joker does, too. And it's, like, there's one movie of the two that actually, like, fully flushes out, like, its themes and other parts of the movie. And then Joker is just kind of, like, it, like, dips its toes into, like, every part of the movie. So it's, like, you just feel, like, unsatisfied, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I always say I can understand why people don't like it. If you are, if you are, if you do have a problem with those themes that it does tackle, I simply like it as a popcorn flick of my, one of my favorite characters. So, um, now going back to this guy's video. So yesterday I saw the video, you shared it and these two, I don't know what, I don't know a better word than just fucking geeks. Like they are like, oh my God. Uh, something, something far f- uh, in in far from in homecoming. Zendaya didn't give me a boner. At least uh, it was like Gal Gadot gives me a boner. It was so. 
The question was, like, what's better, like, uh, Kong, King of the Monsters, Wonder Woman 1984, or Homecoming? And then they go, well, at least Cheetah gave me a boner. I can't say the same for Far from or for Homecoming. There's nothing in Homecoming yeah. that gives me a boner because Zendaya looks like she hasn't showered in a year. Yeah, and I was like, first, okay, it's two things. Zendaya is of age. She's like, what, 25, 24, mm-hmm. 26? In the movie, she's portraying a teenager. So this she's is very this is very this is very strange to you saying, Oh my god, a 16-year-old did not give me that satisfaction. Anyway, um I I really hate this because there's no as far as me as a as a male, there's no good way of me looking good after trying to defend this because on on one hand a lot of people can be like, oh my God, you're just trying to to get like clout within like the within women. And I'm like, dude, no. Or you're just trying to like get something out of this. Like, do you genuinely genuinely care that these guys are talking like this? And I do. And it's so shitty. And and I have to and we have to hear this so many times. And you don't hear it from like on the other side, you don't hear it from women. At all, there may be like a time where you hear someone say something about a character not looking the way they want, but it's like rare as hell. You never hear somebody go like, "Oh my god, Tom Holland doesn't give me like he doesn't he doesn't get me aroused." Because right, it's like, like like movies it's like so Cherry. Weird. None of us are like, "Oh my god, he's not taking his shirt off. He's not like catering to like the female gaze." Like you know how so weird, sort of. Yeah he is in far from home and homecoming like you obviously get like the like ab shots whatever shit like that it's like none of us are complaining about shit like that not happening and like something like cherry or like the devil all the time but with men it's like when fucking a birds of prey comes out and changes the costumes of you know a character and it's not like as skimpy anymore it's like oh well you're not catering to us males da, 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 da. and it's like that argument is so weird and i fucking hate that there is somebody with a massive platform who caters to that and it was one of the things that she said she said i would rather the hot shorts and she gives them ammo she gives the guys so things like this ammo because she is a female who is defending this behavior and it's so crazy because I remember that video. She's like, "I would have rather the hot shorts because something, something." And I was like, "Dude, what?" And then there, and then her, her like her answer for it as to why it's not a bad thing. I'm saying it's oh, because Margot Robbie wanted the hot shorts. But I'm like, okay, if she wanted the hot shorts so fucking bad, they would be in Birds of Prey, but they're not. Margot like, Robbie and- has openly spoke out against the hot shorts too. It's so weird, and they have all these shots. MCU does it too. The early MCU did the same thing with uh with Black Widow as far as her just being there as an object. Justice League, uh Justice League, uh the 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 Joss Whedon version, there's so many ass shots of Gal Gadot, like so many. And you just and and of course there is because you go back to the first Avengers, Scarlet is just there to look hot according to Joss. And it's like so weird that in 2021 we're still doing this i remember this with birds of prey came out and they were talking about her outfit and i was like dude huh i remember when when the new tomb raider was coming out and everyone was like oh my god alicia vikander doesn't have big big boobs and i said what like what what is it's so it's just a disaster and i can't believe in 2021 we're still 
doing this as far as as far as male goes and even if you do think that way you gotta realize that you you gotta stop saying this shit out loud like you just just shut the hell up if that's what you think just shut the hell up that's why i kind of hate twitter because you don't need or youtube you do not need to say everything that you that you think you have a platform but you need to use this platform in a, in a, in a way where it does not make anyone feel like like they're not good enough and i fucking hate that and it's so stupid i did a podcast with somebody a couple of years ago it was a while ago and we were talking about the charlie's angels kind of casting right um before the movie came out and they were talking about kristen stewart and stuff and the person was like i'm not going to give any names obviously the person was like i mean i don't really get casting Kristen Stewart because she isn't she's not as like hot as like uh as like Cameron Diaz and uh and and whoever you know from the other Charlie's Angels and I had to pause the show like dude what you you get I was like dude you can't say stuff like that that's just no and I cut it out because like that's just so ridiculous and I and, and I'm I'm 26 and it's still so baffling that we still have to hear stories about this and it's really really it's it's just it's just messy and it's and it's gross and I don't get it. So I don't know. It's it's really bad. I'm glad you called it out. He's still gonna have a platform. There was some geek who was like, Oh, you didn't watch the whole video, dude. Oh yeah, they're like, You need to watch it in context. And I'm like, What is there like in what context is this gonna be okay? Like what context am I gonna watch this? And I'm gonna be like, Oh yeah, you're right. Ha 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 like no. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, this is yeah, still it's... super damaging, like no matter the context. Like, women get on this app every day and see shit like this, especially in the film community, and it just makes us feel like shit. It makes, it, like, every time I see something like this, I'm like, oh, well, there goes again where I'm like, I feel, like, inferior to the men in our little film space. You know? So it's, like... It's sad, too, because it's not, like, these itty-bitty, like, listen, this guy doesn't have, like, a million subs, but the dude has, like, well, at least 50, I believe. And it's it's the fact that these are being said by people with platforms, people such as someone like a Grace Randolph that is so openly, oh, my God, you got to cater to men. And then we have I remember when uh, what's his name, Tyrone, Tyrone Magnus or whatever last year with uh, with the with the Last of Us video game with Abby. He was like, oh, uh, she doesn't get me aroused. So I just I don't I don't like it. And I'm just like, oh, my god this is gross and he has like a million followers and this is just it's gross because none of these people are held account uh, like accounted for all these people just go all these guys just go like it was that uh, another another time or a couple of weeks ago where uh what was it andy signor and that dude that 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 dude who was talking about mira and brie larson and stuff it's just oh, yeah, it's jody's really, corner yeah Comer jody's corner like um coon anyway uh he's the it was just it's just trash it, it's trash all around and we got you got good people who are doing good content that i know i know of who are struggling to get like who are struggling to get uh what's the word like they're struggling to get any kind of reach for bigger audiences and they're the most nicest people in the world and then i have to watch these people who have a platform and like a geeks and gamers who have a platform and they just say dumb shit and they get so much like 
uh, so much video views with the title of something, some, someone being woke and because they, they cast a black person and it's so stupid. And they try to cover up a lot. What do they say by saying, oh my God, so-and-so is a beautiful woman, but, and I fucking hate that because I know you just say not to save your own ass, but like the guy, that's what he said to start it off. Oh, Zadea is a beautiful woman, but she didn't give me a boner. Like, dude, like I, I fucking hate this and it's just, it's a disaster and it's trash and they all need to be deleted or something off off of whatever they're using so that was our big rant no other rants coming up on the show um uh, yeah we're gonna go on a quick break when we come back we'll talk about some chris evans army hammer uh and some wandavision back in a moment cinema help me polarize help me polarize help me down this is where I'll be on all my problems Help me polarize, help me polarize, help me Back in the show here. <clears throat> oh, have you wait, wait, have you seen what Ben Affleck said about Kevin Feige? <laughs> oh, we're just back on. We just do we're just popping off like this. That's how we do it. Sorry, I just now saw this on Twitter and I thought it was I funny. Did. He, did he lie? No, he's right. I, I just thought <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, what did he say again? Now he's he goes, the cat. He is the only guy in the world that if he told me I know that the audience want I know what the audience wants, I would believe him a hundred percent. And he calls him a genius and one of the best producers in Hollywood. You cannot deny that. I'm sorry. No, you, you cannot. <laughs> I even the even the biggest MCU hater because I've seen this. There's, there's a couple of them, and there's one big one. I ain't gonna say any names, but I feel like my private group chat of like you, Larry. Ty, Wait, send all, send me the name. I don't know who you're talking you, about. You you know, like remember I said they would. I said they can kind of get it. You know, remember oh okay yeah, yeah. All, right, all right all right all right bet 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 period so <laughs> that person i'm not even gonna say he she nothing that person unspecified they were like listen blah blah blah, blah i have problems with the mcu but i mean you cannot deny that they know like they they have capitalized and they have done the best when it comes to creating a universe and i was like i was befuddled because like wow you didn't say any you 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 i mean you're right because mm -hmm. the biggest mcu hater you cannot you cannot deny how big it is that that is it, it's literally one of the biggest things in pop in pop culture and say what you want about your holly quinns about your supermans your batmans your wonder woman the MCU is one of the biggest things in pop culture and, 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 and the other, like the other side, or even 
what's that? What's the fuck? The MonsterVerse, the Conjuring Universe. Nobody has done what the MCU did for film in a really long time. And these directors like Scorsese and whoever the fucking hate, but some of these films are keeping some theaters alive. Okay. That's why when those movies go, like a lot of theaters would suffer because the amount of revenue that these big movies, can you, can you imagine the amount, the revenue that an Endgame brought for an AMC theaters who are in like the dumps right now? You know what I'm saying? And I have no idea why Disney wouldn't like lend any money to them. That's just weird to me. But I mean, the movie opened to $350 million, which is unprecedented, probably will never happen again. And I remember when I went to the movie theater each time to see Endgame, there was maybe like two theaters showing something else. That's it. And each theater is like full. You know what I'm saying? And no other universe is going to do that for a long time. And you can't deny that the guy is a genius because look, I mean, I don't know. So, I mean, Affleck, he's not an idiot. He knows, of course. You know what I mean? What was he going to say? Ah, he's stupid. <laughs> what is, what is, what is <laughs> he going to say? Ben Affleck is trying to collect a Disney check, though. Confirmed. Hey, listen. Who, who can he be cast as now or something? Hmm. I don't see. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't see. Who can I don't know who you, who you <laughs> Yeah, I think it's I think it's past he's past his time to fifty now, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he's a little old. Uh, is he fifty? Yeah, he's a little older, so I don't see I don't see him getting brought in as anything as, as, unless it's like an older character. Like I can see I can see Affleck playing like an older grizzled punisher. If you yeah, if you're cool. doing multiverse and Affleck, I mean, he he ha- he has the acting chops to play like an angry dad who lost his family. So I can see him doing that as far as like a grizzled kind of yeah, kind of yeah, Punisher character just wielding oh my guns God. everywhere. The way that you say that you think Ben Affleck's too old to be in the MCU, and then the guy that I want for uh, <laughs> Reed Richards is the same age as Ben Wait, Affleck. Ben? I'm like, oof, yeah. John Cho is the same age. Yeah. John Cho too? Mm-hmm. Same Fuck, age. Fuck, what's going on here? <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, uh, how old? Uh, Downey Jr. was a little... Listen, honestly, though, but Downey Jr. didn't have to do that much stunt stuff because you're just in a yeah. suit and the suit's CG and... I mean, if we're being Downey honest, John Cho looks a lot younger than Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh, he does. It's some Asian genes, I'm trying to tell you. Robert <laughs> Yeah, Affleck's looking. I mean, he got he been she be stressed out. So I mean, it happens. Uh, yeah. I mean, Downey Jr. is fifty five right now, and Renner is old. All these people they gotta cast some young. Guys. Always forget how yeah. old Jeremy Renner. Is. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, they're all old. He's fifty. Mark. Mark. Old Ruffalo. white dudes. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. And it's weird because the one like you would think Captain America, Chris Evans is old, but he's like. Is no, he forty he's, yet? He's like no, thirty nine or something. Thirty nine, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo, fifty three. Chris Evans is thirty nine. He's been looking good. I was watching Ben Jacob. I'm like, God damn! I know <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> he's been looking, he looking good, and I'm like, I don't even like. I don't even think you're like 
that amazing of an actor. He's a Boston native, so whoop whoop. But I'd be like <laughs> watching Defending Jacob. I'm like, dude, you like have to be a superhero. No one's gonna take you seriously with his body. <laughs> so good. Defending <laughs> Jacob is so annoying. <laughs> I was like, dude, nobody's gonna oh no God. one's gonna buy you no, as wait, like, I don't think you understand like how much I wanted to cry watching each episode of Defending Jacob. So I was like, Chris Evans. Because <laughs> I was like, nobody's gonna buy you as like a dad. Like you gotta be a super you're gonna have to put a suit on, man. And they like, put him in those long sleeve t-shirts on fucking purpose and i'm like bro yeah. <laughs> i'm looking at pictures now and they had them in like suits and long <laughs> sleeves so you don't show the gun and then like the little button ups all the way tucked you know all the way to the to the to the chin and oh you know that they filmed this when he was getting ready to do endgame you can oh, tell you know and i'm yeah. like chris man you gotta <laughs> listen here's my thing okay we're gonna get right we're gonna roll right into it so Evans, they said there was like reports saying that he's back for Captain America. He went on Twitter saying, "News to me, I have no idea. I think he's capping." But I mean, listen. I mean, why would he like comment on it though? You know. Here's the thing, Chris. Because like, usually and- MCU actors will just stay silent, yeah, and then right. once they can confirm, it's fine. But like, I don't think he'd go out of his way to be like, "I didn't. I have no idea about this." If and it, here's like, the thing. Here's the, was true. Here's the thing, Chris. And I'm sure he's like the nicest guy. He talks a lot about the social issues and stuff like that and Black Lives Matter. And I appreciate that, Chris. But listen, you as like an actor, actor, like defending Jacob and like don't look down or don't look up or knives out. You were great. But listen, you're just going to have to be a superhero until <laughs> you get like 45 <laughs> or 50. No one's gonna take you seriously as anything oh else because God. you. This is a compliment. You look good, and you, you're still young. You like you like you have to be in a box because you look good. Yeah, you gotta own that shit. What you doing oh with these? God. With these? What you doing so in these tamed down roles? You can't be doing these roles. At least Hugh Jackman, when he hung up the thing, he was like, Hugh Jackman wanted to do more serious movies. And what? He was like 50 when he left. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hugh Jackman, he said, as soon as I don't have to do this workout shit anymore, I'm not doing it. (laughs) Chris, you're like 39. And look at this body that you're carrying around for no reason. I'm going to need you to put on this cap suit, my my man. (laughs) <laughs> oh god <laughs> i'm gonna need you to put up listen you know what's funny about this is that just 10 minutes ago I'm like oh my god why are y'all doing this to like women and here i am doing this to chris like, <laughs> Chris, man do it listen this body normalize the objectification of men <laughs> <laughs> listen, chris, with this body i'm over here thirsting over chris evans you don't have to and, and it's and annoying I- how good he looks <laughs> all the time <laughs> Especially if you're not a fan of his, you're like, God damn it. <laughs> right? If you That's don't cool. like Chris Evans and you go to a movie and you see him, you're like, fuck, dude. <laughs> and I like him. And I like him in other stuff. And and I like him like uh, Knives Out thought he was like one of the, he was the standout. Oh, God, him in um, the sweaters and Knives Out. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> defending Jacob. I mean, he wasn't like amazing in the show. But I thought he was pretty good. He was there an was so many. Lot in the show yeah there there were so many times where he just spoke like captain america and that's just gonna happen you know it's just it's gonna happen i feel like this is bad and captain america kind of border the same line though yeah yeah (laughs) all i'm saying is that if you ask me Dwayne, do you want to see chris evans in a thriller 
or do you want to see him in like Daredevil? Listen, I'm going fucking Daredevil. What the fuck are you doing in that thriller? You're like throw throw Wait, that throw that shield around. I the movie, yes, I have the one with the Bong Joon Ho is one, right? I love him in that movie though. Yeah, Bong Joon Ho. I or love listen, listen, that Chris, movie. If you want to do an occasional action movie like an extraction, that's fine. But I'm gonna need you in that suit, my man. <laughs> you need to get, you need to get the get to the closet. <laughs> get, get in the get, back, grab the cap get, suit. Get that get that shield out the closet and and throw it back. You're America's and, ass, man. Yeah, like you. Just, I mean, I don't know. It's just uh. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, can about... we talk about how like one like that one off joke in Endgame? Like it's just like one second of a joke in Endgame, right. turned into like yeah. this big thing. Like that's what you take away from Endgame. It's just Chris Evans yeah. is America's ass. I love that. In all seriousness, I'm a huge Chris Evans fan. So don't don't take if you do end up listening to this one day, I doubt it. But don't take offense to this. Um, no, I'm a huge we love fan. you. We love I'm, you. I'm a huge fan of his, and I think he does deserve to get into those more titular roles and stuff. But I mean, this is what happens where you play an iconic character. No, you think Robert? No one is gonna see Robert Downey Jr. as anything but Iron Man. That's just that's just what happens. Or who else? No one. You just you you are these characters once you play them. When you sign that deal, I mean that's sorry, and that's why I believe of the curse. Oh, the like the the Marvel the no the not not Marvel because it happens to everyone. The franchise curse is real unless you are like someone who breaks out of that like an adam driver got some great oscar like nominations and stuff mm. recently who else honestly i like, think if you want to like break out of kind of like the marvel or like star wars or like something mold i think you need to work with like a really great director like a noah bombach yeah. or like someone like that yeah. uh, i think that tom holland he's trying but he's oh, working with the russo brothers so yeah. they're trying that they're best. The comparison's still gonna be there because Rooster Brothers yeah. are so like you know tightly knit with the MCU. Even though he looks fantastic in Chariot, he the, his performance seems amazing, but it's like he, you're still gonna get the Spider Man thing. You yeah. know, it's yeah. like you gotta you gotta go way far beyond. You know, <laughs> last year I said, listen, if I watch Cherry and I hear Miss Stark. I'm going to be livid and I'm going to be like, Tom, you got to give me something else. <laughs> and listen, that trailer, when he burst into that bank and he's like, everybody get down. I said, fuck, <laughs> because I don't know. Listen, the scenes where he's not screaming, I'm like, great. And you know, what's I, I think to be fair in the movie, he's different ages throughout oh, like okay. different points like, of the movie. And I think that he's a teenager and that part because you can tell there is a voice what's change bad, what's bad about this about this cherry movie because i think tom has so much potential but he just has to there's just something missing for me and my favorite tom holland not mcu spider-man role right now is spies in disguise and, and, and that's <laughs> baffling to me because i don't hear tom holland in spies in disguise I hear him in Onward. This chaos theory or whatever the fuck looks terrible. Cherry, the trailer is a mess. And I'm like, I don't know if I like it or I don't like it. I think like if it. he did an awards contender with a different yeah. director yeah. that's not I like think closely that knit to the MCU, I think that we'd be having a completely different conversation right now. 
agree with no you. one really brought up spider-man when you know you watch devil all the time because it's so like just far away from what you think yeah. about spider-man um yeah. it's like this like movie that's so fucking dour something like nocturnal animals in a way so you don't even that doesn't even cross your fucking mind but with cherry it's like the russo brothers so it's hard to not you know think about that like you know that they've worked on mcu projects together give me a second um i know i'm gonna be like an idiot if i say the name of the movie okay uh one of my favorite movies of all time that has some of the best performances that I've ever seen in movies is Whiplash, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I can picture Tom in that role. You know what I mean? Like the Miles yeah. Tom. Switch him mm-hmm. and it's Tom. And I think he needs that. That's what he needs. Yeah, what, what Miles, what Miles Teller, what, what, what Whiplash did for Miles Teller, I think that's what he needs. Because I know it's a trailer, but I'm not getting it here. And I, I, the devil all the time, I still haven't seen it, so I can't comment on that. But it's not even in any type of words contention. No one's talking about it anymore. I think no. that he needs that role. And, and, and animated is fine, because I did like him a lot in Spies in Disguise. I think, I think the movie, after a, year, after a year of waiting to watch it, was criminally underrated as far as people, people you know, who saw it. And onward, okay, y'all like y'all like onward. Fine, ah, whatever. It's a passable movie for me, but I think he needs that kind of role with new direct, like a Damien Chazelle, Steve McQueen, some type of other director can just take him and do something else. No action movies because this chaos thing looks a hot damn mess. Uncharted. I already know. I'd like him to see. Actor. I'd want to see him do something like off the wall, like weird. Like I would like him. No, I'm. Say, I would like to. I would love to see him work with like someone like Yoga Santhamos, to like just yeah, like see him like not. Put, but listen, to see him just not put in a movie where it's like he could even like, in any way, be compared to Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Because because I, I if you say say he did the say he uh he played the Nicholas Holt uh role in The Favorite or something that'll be like something groundbreaking and different. I just think he needs he I think I think you're totally on the mark as far as needing a new director. Um, the Russos they they direct the the Avengers movies and they they must love Tom Holland his 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 will to improvise is amazing. But I'm watching this trailer and I'm like, dude, what's the tone? Do I like this? That's not Tom Holland's fault, though. Uh, oh, yeah, of course not. No, no, I'm just talking about the, this trailer. I don't know yeah. what the fuck the roof was doing now with 21 Bridges and now this. It seems like they were, like, this. so not given, like, any creative freedom on, like, the Marvel films because they were handling the biggest and most important ones. So then they're mm-hmm. like, let's put everything in the kitchen sink in this one movie. <laughs> and, and I think that showed, and I think that, that, shows you how much hand is in those avengers movies because i mean it's just not gonna be yours and i think it's especially prevalent with you know the russo movies because they were given like because their style is all throughout winter soldier you know and you do see like flashes of that in like infinity war and endgame and even civil war you know civil war still feels like a russo brothers movie but with infinity war and endgame it definitely just feels like a studio studio. product and And i think that is because it's you know their biggest movies and their movies where they're like this has to make a billion dollars yeah you know great i love them but yeah it's those are the studio ones and even joss wheaton uh the first avengers feels very his and then age of ultra but then he did like cabin Mm -hmm. in the woods that i love but then he will they go from that 
well, he goes from that, and then he goes to Age of Ultron. I'm like, what is going on? Age of Ultron is fine, but I'm like, mm, well, Joss Whedon only wrote Cabin in the Woods, right? I think he did. did he? I don't think he directed. I was going to say Drew Goddard. I think directed yeah, Cabin yeah, in the yeah. Woods, but his writing, I love his. I love some of Joss Whedon's. He's a terrible person, but I love his. Uh, his some of his writing and stuff. Oh yeah. But I, I I think I think he. You're totally right as far as Tom goes. He just needs one of those like. He needs that. Film. I think Tom Holland is one of the more talented people in the MCU cast right I now. I do. I do. and it goes. It's like a. Uh, I don't. I, you know, I really would have loved to, to see Tom Holland get a break before Spider Man. Like, I really would have loved to see him be in more stuff before he was Spider Man. Really, okay. yeah. like I like him around like twenty or 19 years old if he could have like done a few movies before he got spider-man like a few movies like a cherry like like uh devil all the time i would have loved to see what, yeah what we could have seen before he got spider-man it's like a um, you know what i mean it, it, yeah it's also like uh it, it's, it's like with it's not completely on the nose because tom holland has not been in a bunch but it's like you go from one of my favorite part, one of my favorite parts of the Force Awakens was John Boyega, like just like the the whole the whole part when he's uh when he's when he's getting out of the rubble of the stormtrooper and stuff. Like some of the his his facial acting was great, but then you put him in like the Circle and Pacific Rim, and I'm like, dude, what is what's going on with with John Boyega? And you know, so I think I think Tom, I think he just needs to find that that role. Um, because from the trailer, I'm not gonna judge the whole thing right now, of course. But from the trailer, it it, 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 looks, it look, the movie looks a mess. I don't know what they're going for. That clip, that even tying the trailer in with that clip, when that clip is like kind of comedic, I'm like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? Yeah, it, the movie is not what I thought it would be at all. Like, I definitely thought we were gonna get a trailer and it's gonna be like nitty gritty, kind of like what we saw with like the devil all the time, like super dark. And then the trailer came out and he's like breaking the fourth wall there's like comedic timing yeah there's jokes there's like upbeat music and i was like whoa <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is going on i, think I messaged you and i'm like what's the tone here like that was my first thought too literally my first thought was like what is he crying yeah there's scenes where yeah. he's like crying and it's emotional and he's great and then he's like Oh, sorry, I put the bill the wrong way. Here's the bill. Oh, laugh at me. It's just weird. All right. Um, we'll, we'll get into more stuff in a moment. Uh, we'll be back. This is our last break of the show. Back in a moment. Timmy Life. My driver's license last week Just like we always talked about Cause you were so excited for me To finally drive up to your house But today I drove through the suburbs Crying cause you weren't around And you're probably with that blonde girl Who always made me doubt She's so much older than me She's everything I'm insecure about Yet today I drove through the suburbs Cause how could I ever love someone else? And I know we weren't perfect But I've never felt this way for no one Alright 
Alrighty, back on the show here, Cinemania Live. My name is Dwayne once again, joined by my co-host, Hannah. Listen, guys, I don't think we're going to get into Army Hammer. I mean, he eats people, let me just say. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't people. know what else to say other than it's fucking he weird. He, yeah, he said he doesn't. He left the movie. Whoop-de-whoop. I don't know. This is this is not... Very weird behavior. I don't know what's going on with this story. Anyway, uh, we have a lot of questions about WandaVision because uh, we have our review up. Our review uh, our review for WandaVision, the first three episodes, is up right now on the feed. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, CastBox, uh, the review is there. You can find it. It's the first... It's, well, after this show, it'll be the second um, video, uh, second podcast after whatever uh so i liked it and i was surprised that i liked it because everyone knows how i am zach came on the review yesterday and said listen when you asked me on i was nervous i thought you was gonna hate it <laughs> and I said, come on zach can you give me some credit here can y'all give Dwayne me has credit? been the number one wandavision hater truly Why? Why do you have to go there? It's not the truth at all. <laughs> yeah, it is the truth. You Listen, have been okay, the only well, one on the team. No, you were the only one on the team that was that was, appre- that was apprehensive about it. That's a great word. You're right. You're right. You're totally right. All I'm gonna say <laughs> is that if you go, if you give me a report that says it's gonna be a sitcom, I'm just I'm baffled. I was like, dude, what? What? It's gonna be a sitcom, and then the Super Bowl trailer showed. And I said, what is that? And I had to come on in. Everybody's, ah, it's fucking amazing. It's the, it's a, it's super weird. And no, no, no. Not to hear Hannah. And Hannah's doing her, her, <laughs> her, her Hannah-isms and stuff. And she's geeking <laughs> out. And she's loving it. By the way, it's a brand new words in the dictionary. Hannah-isms. Because it's, it, it is a thing. <laughs> so this show is full of Hannah-isms. But I liked it a lot. And I think Hannah's going to really like it. And I, listen, I was going to do the reaction with you and Larry, but I mean, I had to jump on the screener because like, I just <laughs> had to, of course, it's great to get an early review out and it's great to just watch something, you know, that, you, that you've been waiting for early. So uh, watching it, I actually watched the episodes twice. Okay. Um, because I was just so invested and intrigued and stuff. And I think you're going to really like it. And it starts, it's coming on tonight, right? At midnight. Yep. Um, You and Larry are doing the reaction. Sorry. But um, <laughs> y'all doing the reaction to the show. I think it's just the first two episodes they're releasing. I think that's a smart idea to do. Because if you're a casual and you watch the first episode, you're going to be bewildered. And you're going to be like, dude. No. And my boss, I use him for everything. And I said, hey, listen, what do you think about this WandaVision show? And he's like, fuck, no, absolutely not. You know, so this first question here says, if you want to send us questions, 617-506-3409. He's, this person here says, how do you think WandaVision will cater to the casual audiences who are excited for more MCU content? And I don't know. I don't know. Because cinephiles who love a mank and people like Hannah who love weird isms and people like Zach who loves everything or people like 
who want something different from the MCU is going to like it. But I am worried, not worried because I think they have the leeway. I I think they're secured enough as far as Disney Plus goes to have a show like this. I am a little skeptical about why they chose this as the first show of the MCU because I feel like you go, I feel like with that, you go kind of safe and do Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know what you're going to get with that, with that, you know? And I think that's a more serviceable and accessible way to introduce casuals to the new Disney plus MCU kind of world than a WandaVision. I mean, the trailer has like 17 million on YouTube. So maybe people are really, really interested. And I think they're going to break records. They're going to, they're going to have like an amazing start you know what i mean like an amazing people everyone's gonna tune in because it's mcu it's back you know what i mean but i um as far as keeping casuals interested i don't know because it is very 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 weird not everyone's a fan of that you know what i'm saying mm. so um what do you think you have any thoughts on that i mean yeah i'm excited I don't even see to see it but as like, far as like yeah, yeah i'm excited to see how audiences like everyone reacts to it because from the reactions that I've seen and stuff, like people being like, well, this is the most different that the MCU has ever yeah. been. Um, yeah. And I, I said this when the news came out that they were dropping the first two episodes. I was in, I think I was talking to Tyler uh, and they're like, and he said it wasn't because of the reason that I said it was. But I said it's probably because the first episode is like the episodes are so weird that they're like, if we only give out this first episode, then people are going to watch it and be like, what the fuck is this show? Yeah. And yeah, it's not yeah. going to be invested. So I, that's when I was like, well, they're probably dropping the first two to be kind of like ease audiences and be like, hey. Uh. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I'll be honest. Like when I started it. I was like, oh, man, this is cute. And I said that for about 15 minutes until I was like, all right, what else? You know what I mean? Like, this is cute. A gas and ah and vision and come here and yeah. And I'm like, all right, what else? You know what I'm saying? What else is going on here? Then, right before the show ends, I was like, ooh, that is interesting. And that is, that's like creepy. And that's like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's when I was like, oh, my God, yeah, I like this. And then the second episode dives into more of that. And then the third dives into even more of that, where you actually see new things. And I was like, okay, like I like this a lot. And I like what they're doing. It's very Twilight Zone. It's very the Truman Show. Uh, and, and I really, really like that aspect of it. Um, and I'm not, I didn't get no spoilers in the review. I'm not going to give any spoilers. There's not really anything to spoil, but you can kind of see what they're doing by the third episode as far as what's happening um and i'm just excited because a lot of characters are seeming very shady and i like that and stuff so i think it's very smart that they did the two episodes is going to be available because i think when this first episode wraps up that's when you get into okay the meat of the story because the first 20 minutes is just that like black and white there's a little bit of creepy hints in there with like what what's her name Catherine Hahn like a little bit subtle kind of kind of kind of like throwbacks to the MCU and then a little bit of things with like uh but there's a there's like the if you, you, you saw the first trailer right mm-hmm. so that first trailer with that dinner scene of like stop it stop it that's like when things start to pick up but that's like 15 minutes and I was like Ugh. um but I think I think you'll like I think you'll like it. I think people will like it. Even my mom is like, I don't know if I'm gonna watch. I was like, oh, just try it because I think you you like that weird stuff too. She loves weird weird stuff, and I was like, just try it because you know it gets really really good as far as like other stuff happening and mm-hmm. something you know in the surface of the show. So I think you should try it. I think you'll like it. Um, 
Okay, this person here says, well, another one division question. What do you think happens if this show does not work out? Um, what does that mean? Like ratings? Like viewership? Uh, isn't a show supposed to be like one season anyway? I think so. This is the yeah, one that so, they've like not talked about like expanding upon. So yeah, I think it's. I think it's because it's. it's I it's, think it's because uh, it's going right into that movie. Yeah, it's going into yeah. Spider Man three and then Doctor Strange two. Yeah, and I think with that being said, I don't, what's the reason to come back? Um, I think I do think this is probably gonna be like Paul Bettany's last like kind of hurrah with Vision. Um. Because I don't see him making it out the show. I mean, he's already kind of dead in Infinity War, but yeah, I don't no. see him making it out the show. And I think I this is this is a theory, but I just think that the end of the show is going to end with him uh, with Wanda realizing this is all not real, and she's going to get pissed off. And that's what I think is going to happen as far as like how it's going to lead into the movies. Um, yeah, so. Uh, as far as I don't think they have anything to worry because this is a one-time deal, at least as from what we know, it's a one-time kind of deal. And people and, are hungry for MCU content. And why not? You know, and and why not? You've you've made your point as far as people being interested in your franchise. So why not do like a do something new? And I think, listen, if I hear people who complain about this show who have been dying for new MCU stuff. I'm going to be like annoyed because like you asked for this <laughs> and they said, okay. <laughs> and this is what they're doing. They kind of gave you a buffer with far from home and the fucking Mysterio shit. So, I mean, you should, you should, you should be excited and whatnot. All right. Let's do a couple of more before we end the show. Uh, this person here says. Fucking Skype again. God damn. Uh, Dwayne, I saw that you saw the first three episodes of WandaVision. Did they hint at any Mephisto stuff? I'm not going to be telling any any spoilers. So, <laughs> no. Well, that. Watch the damn show and and be surprised. It's it's it's, it's a concept that we don't do anymore. Because these casting rumors, even if Cap is coming back, like, dude, can we can we get surprised with something? Like, damn, this is a lot. I know. Like, I I kind of <laughs> wish that those people never saw evan peters on set yeah because even you was like oh is he there and i'm like oh i mean yeah i did ask that i was like is evan peters in the in the show no <laughs> was like, Listen, man. as an evan peters fan i ha i have to i'm that, i'm excited why yeah, do i like yeah. evan peters no, 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 I'm saying I guess as far as like why oh, you asked. Probably like obvious I like Evan Peters. <laughs> sure, who, does, who doesn't like Evan Peters? I think he's amazing. Um uh, honestly though, I was thinking well, when I was watching the show, um, I was like, dude, I, I kinda hope he doesn't come back as like uh uh a it's like over. Uh, Yeah. I, I, I was like, I think we're past it. You know? I, I think I, he's he probably did. over it. Yeah, we did it. it. They didn't do anything with him, that's their fault. I mean Let's just get him as a new character. Because when the seeds are being planted, I was like, dude, I mean, I, I kept, that's what was in my head, was him as Mephisto. So, you know? the seeds have been planted. Ah, shit. <laughs> I'm cutting this out. I'm cutting this out. <laughs> oh, I mean, why Why would you? The show's cut out tonight. <laughs> you think you're just so funny. I'm just saying. All right. Uh, 
person here says, after watching WandaVision, are you excited for the up upcoming shows? Absolutely. Listen, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't care about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Some people do. I, I just don't care. Okay. I want the weird shit now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and that's coming from me. Me. Like, I think we're past the Winter Soldier-esque spy espionage. We've done it. The Loki show looks so out, out of, like, it, it looks so strange. And I want to know what he's doing. You know? What time zone he's jumping in, who he's gonna save. Is he gonna go visit his old self, his younger self? You know what I mean? Like I I, I think I Falcon and Winter Soldier is literally for the people who like action stuff. I, and, I'm excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier only because of the possibility of exploring like the themes that okay. people think yeah. that they're going to do, like exploring, you know, how um uh having a black captain america will you know shift something uh how like, the public will react and like stuff like that so yeah that's fair that's fair and, and, and if they I, don't do that then that's going to be like a huge missed opportunity yeah i guess i'm looking forward to those aspects of the show but if you ask me if i like which show i want right now after seeing wandavision uh i want the loki show because i just want to see what's happening there i feel like i know what i'm gonna get when it comes to falcon and winter soldier i may be surprised mm -hmm. but i feel like you just know you're gonna get an M you're gonna get mcu i mean that's that's it yeah you just gotta get mcu it, falcon and winter soldier definitely seems like the most like mcu yeah, it's, it's like, the safe thing. one that they start off with yeah. you know what i mean it's the safe one here it was action. supposed to be the first one to come out <laughs> That oh, that is a great point. I said earlier, I wonder why they went with this as the first one to get released, and I guess that's just the virus. Mm -hmm. That's a great point because I I do think Falcon and Winter Soldier is the more serviceable one to be released to like a to like a broader audience right now. But you know, the pandemic kind of messed everything up, so they have to they had to do something. So they Falcon and Winter Soldier had to shoot like on locations and WandaVision was obviously shot on like a stage. So Yeah, which is very easy to do in a pandemic than like actually going outside because the show is very like uh green screen mm. or like a set, you know what I mean? Like a like a set and closed off and stuff like that. So that's actually a great point. I didn't even think about that. Um all right, one last question before we go. This person here says, after hearing the news about Chris Evans returning, what do you see him doing? Listen, I have no idea. I, I feel like I, his I story was I feel like his story, his ending was like so good. I don't know what, what you would do. I've seen somebody say that they'd like to see him come back to do like a six episode like Disney Plus show of like him retrieving the uh, like putting back the stones. Yeah, what would you call that? Captain America through the multiverse or something like that? through the yeah, i don't know i don't see why we'd like need that though <laughs> i don't either and someone i did see that too i said earlier i think it would be hilarious if he came back as a human torch and just showed up <laughs> and something and snapped his Very fingers and, you know i don't know but um i i think his story was closed off and like a, a i just think the last shot of like that movie was him being fulfilled and happy and with peggy and that should be it. I mean, quite frankly, if this is true, I'm blaming Chris Evans because you wanted to be out this universe. You wanted to do new titular things like a defending Jacob and you wanted to move on. And now you just want to come back because it ain't working or something. Or defending mm -hmm. Jacob's like got canceled or something like that. I don't know. 
But dude, you gotta make up your mind. You can't be like, hey, I'm leaving. Uh, wrap me up. Because I think mm-hmm. if he was staying, they wouldn't have wrapped him up like they did. So, what's I going don't know. on here? This is weird behavior, everybody. Make up your minds. You staying or are you leaving? If I hear like, oh, Scar Johansson's coming back for his, oh God, I'm gonna be like, Jesus Christ. Can <laughs> we move on, please? And I and oh, I and I have God. to I have to treat them the same way I'm treating like a DC. Can we move on to these new characters and new people and new cast? Yeah. Like I think it's time. And if I hear like a Robert Downey Jr.'s coming back, I feel like these are cop outs and you have to trust your audience that they're gonna come out for these new characters and they will. I mean, Spider-Man, you got Deadpool, like you got the X-Men soon, Fantastic Four is announced, Ironheart. Right, you, got, you yeah. have so much like new yeah. people the to Dr. work Strange with. Why do you want to keep bringing back these characters that we've already wrapped yeah. up their stories? Multiverse of Madness, you got, you're got you doing new stuff, and I just want to stick with the new stuff. And even if it is like a cameo, I think it's way too early for all of that. I think it is. I think... I think bringing those back feels at least to me like a cop out as far as trusting your new characters to bring in those people. And they will. I mean, mm. you just got to stamp that logo and they're there. Not for every, not for like an Ant-Man, but like for the most part, they're there. And I think Quantumania is going to do really good as far as box yeah. office goes. So I think it's just, I think it's going to do pretty good as far as if you see a trailer. Oh, I can't wait to see Jonathan Majors in it. <laughs> yeah. And I think we, we got to get into those and not the, Captain Americas and Black Widows. That's why I don't care about this Black Widow movie. I'm sorry. It's a little too late. I know why they couldn't do it back in the day because they had some sexism in that in that in that in that corporation. But I think it's a little too late for these people to get their shine now. I think we got to give shine to like a to like a Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie and Brie Larson's Captain Marvel and all these other characters that you got going on. Period. Point blank. That being said, everyone, that is it for the today's show. Really appreciate it. I don't know why these shows always have to end like a, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but sorry. Um, thank you guys for joining us as always. Really appreciate you guys all for listening. I'll go to Hannah. Get your social media. At Movies and Cats on Twitter. Ah! <laughs> Feels good um, to finally say Movies and Cats again. I know. I kind of mess up my throat a little there. You're there. I haven't done a gas in so long. But, um, By the way, before we get off, Twitter didn't even let me know that my account was back. Like, I wanted to talk about this last show. Literally, <laughs> I've been emailing Twitter for, like, two months now, asking them, being like, hey, I want my account back. You guys, like, fucked me over with this. And then I just, here? Like, Damn. <laughs> and then on my burner account that I, like, have to, like, check people, like, check accounts that have blocked me, Grace Randolph, uh, to, like, look at her oh. tweets if she says something stupid because she has me blocked on both accounts. Um, I literally went to go like check that account and then I saw I had like notifications on movies and cats and I was like, oh, nah, nah. so I went to go check it and like it was not like popping up like suspended account and then I like tried to tweet and like the first thing came to my mind was guys with like a question mark and yeah, it worked. And, and it I, I had, I, there's no, there's no emails in my like email account being like, we've restored your account. It's literally, it was literally just like, there's your account if you, find that we reactivated it then you you find it <laughs> they were literally like dude they were going through all the all the like canceled accounts that they had in their bin they're like what the fuck is movies and cats oh yeah literally i, I tweeted know. i tweeted a video <laughs> <laughs> we of, suspended like... her we suspended her because of something and he said 
Just fucking give it back. Who cares? This is full. This bin is too damn full. It was the day after Trump got suspended on Twitter. And it, yeah. I literally tweeted out a video of like somebody typing with like madness going on in the background. And I was like a random Twitter employee <laughs> reactivating <laughs> my account. And it was just like, oh man, okay, Trump's suspended. This person's suspended. Movies and cats. <laughs> Let's check what they were tweeting. Uh, ben Schwartz. Uh, uh, what's, the, what's, the fucking, what's the fucking geek that you follow on Twitter? Oh, Ethan. I mean, on YouTube. Ethan. Oh, fucking fan cams. You know, why before my. Why do we ever suspend her again? I don't know. Ah, <laughs> before my account was suspended, my last tweet was an Ethan fan cam. I'm not joking. Yeah, so that's probably. Quite frankly, shout out to them for doing it because I already want it canceled again because I can't do this. Anymore. <laughs> um, all right, well, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94 and give all the podcasts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And that is it. Oh, tomorrow we got news for us at least. Tomorrow uh, we will do our Cinemania World, Cinemania World Awards show, uh, similar to last year where we go through all the categories, announce announce our winners, including and in, including the Twitter winners. Uh, it'll be me, Manda, Hannah, and Larry. And that'll be tomorrow. And then I'll announce the actual winners on Saturday to give you a reason to listen to the show because I need, I need these numbers. I, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Brain. That was Hannah. Talk to you guys on Tuesday. Bye-bye.